It's Thirsty Leo season! Did you drink water today? We know it's not August, but wherever we are, it's always Leo season. This is Colleen. And this is Eileen. And we are the Thirsty Leos. But don't worry, this podcast isn't just about us being Leos. Although it is what brought us together in a faraway country. Our podcast is about... Anime. Thirst. Creating content. Being Asian American woman. And just surviving through life. Welcome back to Thirsty Leo Season. Okay, so today we had a few ideas of what we wanted to talk about, correct, Eileen? Yes, we did. We had a few frenetic phone calls with each other because we do this off the hook, off the cut, fresh off the plate for us and y'all. And we were like, again, what should we talk about? Yes, last week when we were filming, we decided, okay, we're going to discuss Demon Slayer season one and two and also, of course, the beautiful movie. Last night, frantically, <laughs> Eileen called me. She's like, I don't think I could do it because Eileen hasn't finished season two yet. She hasn't no. even started it. Uh, and no. your girl was trying to watch all seasons one and two and the movie. And literally at like 12 a.m., I was only on episode three of season one. And I was like, ooh, like I'm really cutting it close here. And then Eileen was like, yeah, I would have to get off work and start right away. <laughs> Yeah, I I looked, it was like 11 episodes because I've I rewatched the movie and everything very recently, the Mugen Train arc, and I was like, okay, so 11 episodes, not bad. That's like 4.5 hours, 25 minutes an episode if I watch every episode back to back. I was like, okay, so then I have to get home at four exactly, then go until nine and then have an hour to rest up and then go to the podcast. And I was like, I woke up, literally first saw my mind, 8 a.m. I was like, oh yeah, Colleen. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's, it's a really good season. So I want you to like watch it fully and enjoy it and not so rushed. Yes, thank you so much. It's going to happen for visual people. I actually have a lot of my Demon Slayer, like, memorable Nezuko stuff out. So, Nezuko! Your favorite (laughs) character of all time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. But anyway, so yeah, Eileen called me. She's like, what should we talk about? And I was like, what if we talk about, like, relationships or friendships? And Mm -hmm. that kind of led us to this topic today, which is, introverts versus extroverts but not exactly in the versus Mm -hmm. sense but in like Mm -hmm. the different ways that we maybe communicate with our friends or like we hang out with them or we relate with them eileen before we get started how are you (laughs) i'm doing great wow yes i'm there right i'm there the brain is on just not fully fully battery powered which ties into our conversation because there's like a physical battery i have for physical energy uh and then there's an emotional and then there's a social Mm. and right now i think i'm running low on all three of those and i mean but that's normal i think nowadays (laughs) i've never been like fully like like i've never totally charged at each of those especially because like i talk to so many people in my job a day and stuff and it's just like yeah i'm just constantly socially drained um which made this like as soon as we were landing on this i feel like i also pushed in the phone call i was like we should like talk about like 
introvert or social battery stuff type stuff so i'm really happy that we're here also for uh visual people i or audio listeners i have my an ito poster up i just sakura con was last weekend i think our last episode i was saying that i was gonna go yes colleen knows and i'm gonna tell y'all it was freaking awesome and i got this print from a friend and artist ali who gave me the last display print because she was sold out of ito wow that's awesome and right now i'm in the process of getting ready to table and sell art at a little expo coming up this weekend it's a really (gasps) small event but that's why i'm kind of just drained kind of just like all over the place but that's me dude so you're telling me you're back drawing doing what you love uh well uh yes what i love is drawing right now i have nothing prepped (laughs) it's tuesday Tuesday, Monday. It's Monday. And the thing is on Saturday, I have no prints ready. I have no stickers. I have nothing. The stickers I haven't even drawn yet, folks. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, and I'm like, I'm drained out here. Colleen, how are you doing? Dude, for the first time in about three months, your girl is finally out of her depression hole. Okay, not that I'm not depressed, but like she's finally (laughs) seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and she is happy. She's here for it. I'm really sorry. There's actually construction going on in my apartment, like upstairs, and it's so freaking annoying. It's like bang, bang, bang. So I apologize to the audio listeners if you guys hear that. They've been renovating for like five months. And I'm like... (laughs) can you guys hurry it up because your girl needs work to do like i hear it early in the morning like bang 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 but it's nice because we get the ambiance effect like we're really there with you (laughs) i wanted to apologize on that yeah i've been doing much better i took a little break on youtube because i two months ago i was like i don't love it anymore and i was Mm. like over it Mm. but i'm happy to say that that was one of the first steps i took after I got my little revelation of out of the depression moment was that I decided I want to get back on YouTube. I realized that the passion is still there. The love is still Mm. there. So Mm. I'm going to be uploading more like travel content, like tour guide content for the people who want to visit Taiwan in the future. Check it out on my YouTube channel. It's coming out very soon. Yes. Oh, yes. She's back. I'm back, baby. We're back. Oh my god, fuck, it feels so good to be back. Wow, welcome back, Colleen. Thank you, welcome back, Eileen. (sighs) Welcome back, It's Adventures with Coco. Kaka? Kaka's back. Very exciting things happening for both me and Eileen. Literally, it's so funny, we call each other like sometimes like out of the blue <laughs> we call each other sometimes out of the blue. it's like we're friends or something that's weird we don't call each other other than the podcast like this is all professional guys we don't talk outside of work <laughs> oh my god i thought you were <laughs> no i was like I'm wait <laughs> anyways we had a catch-up call the other day and literally she asked me she's like how are you and i was like eileen i think i'm finally out of it like i'm finally out of my <sighs> funk she's like stop i'm out of my funk and legitimately <sighs> guys all yeah. of our highs and lows are like together together we're meant to be we're meant to be sad together we're meant to be strong together and you know the other beautiful thing when colleen and i had freaking nothing going on it was a wasteland of creativity it was a wasteland of emotion we were so depressed it wasn't even funny how depressed we were were like downplaying it on the podcast like it was bad that's what i'm saying is that the podcast was the one thing that we were doing though was that was the one thing and it was small and it was new but it was just for fun but we 
also talked about it. So, like, if you go back, like, you'll see, like, how it started and then how... And then now we're here. So, like... Now we're here. We're at a better place. Of course, it's not like we woke up and all of our depression, all of our problems are gone. But we're still (laughs) dealing with that just in a different perspective, I think. Yes. And it's perfect because spring is here. Pink is in. I'm wearing a shirt. I'm so... I'm just raising my arms a lot. I'm just so happy to wear a shirt. Okay. By the way, me and Eileen are matching our colors, actually, our headphones, and our colors on Thursday of season. I'm wearing a purple shirt, purple headphones. Eileen, she's wearing a beautiful pink Nezco shirt with her Ooh. pink headphone on. Ooh. Ooh. Let's get it. it. Let's get it. Okay. Awesome. That is how we're doing. That is the tea. Thanks for coming in. But Thank wait. Thank you. We're just about to get started, folks. <laughs> yeah. You can already tell the vibe is different. I think starting with turning red and then now here, Mm. I think our vibe is different. Mm. We're smiling. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) We got jokes, man. Okay, that's all. (laughs) But anyways, we're here talking about introverted versus Mm. extroverted people. Now, Mm. I think that just because you are classified or you belong in one of the groups does not necessarily mean that that is who you are or like that Mm -hmm. is just how you deal with things. I feel Mm -hmm. like, for me personally, I found it that in different circumstances in my life or different seasons in my life, I was different. I was an extrovert or an introvert. Naturally, yeah. Yes, naturally. Like for example, when I was working in the customer service industry or going to school like I was an extrovert like I wanted to hang out with my friends more versus like now that I'm in Taiwan it's very lonely I'm like oh my introvertedness mm. is it's really there like it actually fluctuated for me a little bit mm. how about you Eileen Ooh, I have so many thoughts about I'm so excited to talk about this I think about this all the time I talk about this all the time with people like so many people and I want to gain their insight too mm. but I think I'm right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, basically, so like, yeah, like I totally agree. There is no, like, you are an introvert or you are an extrovert. We're all people. People are not like colors. You can't just say that you're purple or you're blue. You know, you can say that you're one day magenta, you're one day turquoise. I think that you can express extrovertedness and you can express introvertedness or those are the ways that you can express yourself in certain situations. So basically, the perspective I'm coming from is that people have always felt that I'm I'm an extrovert. It's all labels, basically. People are like, you're an extrovert, or I'm an introvert, or this and this and this. But I think we should look at them less as labels and more as descriptors, because I self-identify as an introvert, mm. actually, which surprises a lot of people. Yeah. What about you? Oh, what do I self-identify as? Yes, yeah. Or what do people t- tell you? Or Ooh, is- I actually have a mm. lot of thoughts on this as well, because... Okay. Okay, my whole life, okay, not my whole life, sorry, for a really long time, I was really sociable, and I think back then my perspective on introvert versus extrovert was like how well you are socially, so it wasn't about myself, Mm. it was about how I presented myself to people, Mm. so I was really sociable, like I made friends with a lot of people, I liked hanging out with friends, that whole time, like I thought I was an extrovert, until I took the Myers-Briggs test, and turns out I was like 70% introvert in this. And I was, like, shocked, right? Because I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm an introvert? After, like, I took that test, I was like, 
everything makes sense now. Oh, yeah, yes. Like the way I needed to recharge myself, the way I needed alone time after things that Mm. were normal to people maybe for extroverts, but then like for me, Mm. I really needed a long time to recharge. Like everything made sense after realizing that I was an introvert. After I realized I was an introvert, I was telling my friends like, yo, I'm an introvert. And legitimately, no one believed me. Everyone's like, no, you're not. (laughs) Like you're an extrovert. And I'm like, but... I relate more to like an introvert characteristics and stuff. Mm -hmm. They'll deny it like so hard. And I just be like, sometimes a little offended because I'm like, wait, like, are you saying like, you know me better than I know myself, right? (laughs) And then I'm like, like some people were like, get mad. They're like, no, like, I swear, like, you're not, you're not. And I'm like, I am. Quite aggressive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that like people use them as labels a lot. Like you're an extrovert, you're an introvert. So one of the factors that really like solidified me identifying as an introvert was I used to work in the service industry, customer service. All you do is Mm. talk to people, right? You talk to customers, you talk Mm. to coworkers, you talk to your boss. I realized that I was an introvert because when I would come home from work, I would need about one to two hours of just being by myself, maybe playing with my phone, listening to music, watching mm. a drama or a show. And then then I could be able to like even talk to my family who was at home like mm. waiting for me versus yeah. my sister who is an extrovert. The moment mm. she comes home, she will sit down and she'll tell me about her day in detail. This is what yes. I did. This is what I did. And then I did this. Mm. I think they're like more like external processors as well. For me, I'm mm. more like an internal <clears throat> processor. Yeah. Going back to like, you know, journaling, like stuff like that. Like I just need to process it by myself. And whether or not I know I'm processing it, like even though I'm just like watching a show, but like internally, I'm actually processing everything that happened that day. So I was like, oh my gosh, it now makes sense why after work I need some alone time. I think I saw this somewhere else, but they're like, introverts even after let's say watching a movie with friends i need to go home and watch my own show by myself for me to recharge mm. and to like oh reset sure. everything oh, yeah yeah even though i just watched a movie or even though i just yeah. watched a show with my friend i yeah. still need that alone time to be by myself that i didn't realize i needed too. like i still remember like when i used to be more extroverted in general like in college and stuff. the thing is so in my story is I do consider myself an ex extrovert. Like there was a time in my life, like, yes, I was very social. I'm very outgoing. I still am. But like back in the day, I really needed people around me to like, I needed to gain their energy. I needed to externally be around people. Plot twist, that's because I couldn't be alone with myself. <laughs> like it was a lot going on there. Um, right. And I have met a lot of extroverts. And like, I do think that there is like a common thread that might be a little controversial to say, but like um, there is something to be said about like people who really gain energy and gain truth around other people like maybe that's good because they have more community they have more input but also maybe there needs to be more development in their inner world i used to be an extrovert and i remember what that was like and my myers-briggs from i think I, the first time i took was in sixth grade so for me i've, I've always t- i've taken it like every year or so like in basically elementary school middle school high school it always was the exact same thing enfj hmm which apparently is like good like it was really flattering when I read it when I was younger because it's like oh a lot of like world leaders are this or like you're very like go-getter and you like to bring up people and you you know like it's very flattering and I'm like oh this is great and I haven't taken the Myers-Briggs actually for a while but I still think that a lot of those things ring true but the thing that has mostly changed now is that I think more deeply understand what an introverted way of living actually is and I think that that's more what I am which is 
after SakuraCon, for example, I had work like the next morning after. That was a struggle for me, like socially and emotionally. I could not be there for people, you know. I mean, there's a you. Of course, you're tired, but like I really needed like uh, three days just to be alone. I didn't get that. And then like right after that, we had more social stuff, more social stuff. My social battery has been so drained at this point that mm. like I sometimes I'll just like in this podcast too, like I'll just forget what I was talking about or like I'm talking <laughs> with someone and I'll say the same thing to them five times with the same amount of enthusiasm and it, like. Yeah, yeah, you know that that mm. I would let on because I'm good at socializing, oh. but emotionally I'm not there, right. you know, because that's tapped. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. Wait, for your Myers-Briggs, did you take your test on like 16 personalities? Yes. What were what was your like title or what was oh. your like Oh no. I <laughs> it was a protagonist. Oh. <laughs> I have like but I also got self-conscious about it because so back in the day like extroverts used to be like this lauded thing like oh like they're so social they're so cool and then on online introverts began becoming more popular and they're like seen as like the like the cat people of the internet or like they're more like deep and like you know thinking and whatever whatever I think we should just get rid of this whole bullshit where we're pitting them against each other and comparing them because nobody is one thing you're supposed to change as you grow the fact that I stayed ENFJ for those many years and that actually brought me some pride at one point I'm like yeah I'm unchanging I don't know why (laughs) Um, that is not normal I think I should have had some fluctuation over time and I think if I were to take it now I would probably notice notice some differences that are more aligned with how I'm living now Mm. yeah for me the very first time I took it I was an INFJ and then over the years I became INFP and then mm. uh, for a while, like I said, when in my sociable years, I was an ENFP. And mm. then the most recent time I took it, I became INFP again. Ooh, ooh, okay, yeah. INFP yeah. is the mediator. Ooh, oh. And it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> also, the Myers-Briggs changes, I think, every, like, depending on what mood you're in when you take it, I think. There was one time I took it, like, in an AP class or something randomly. Everyone was doing it. I was in a shit mood, and I, I got, like, weird letters I had never gotten before. Um, and this is when I was still in my ENFJ streak. So oh. the thing is, right, this is what I was trying to get on earlier. Labels, I don't like labels. Labels are very diminutive like oh you're an introvert you're an extrovert you're an enfj you're a protagonist you're a mediator but they can bring like a sense of ownership when you're like when you read that and you're like oh wow that really does sound like me and then that kind of gives you some power and gives you some comfort and some reflection and that is i think is always wonderful no matter if it's personalities or star signs or even like racial in groups or hobbies or whatever it can give a sense of like oh that really does feel like me and yeah I think that that's that's why I like talking about this. (laughs) Yeah, I think it also helps at that time. Like, it really helped me understand a little bit more of who I am. And I feel like I needed that. Not so that someone could tell me who I was, but also to just understand myself a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I think that the test really helped me out. Obviously, I'm not like, it's not tattooed on my body that I'm an INFP. (laughs) Or like, I introduced (laughs) my, hi, I'm Colleen, I'm an INFP. But like, it does help you understand yourself more and other people who are around you, who you may not always see like eye to eye or like, you're like, oh, why are they like that? Oh, 
oh, maybe it could be because, you know. Yeah, you know? And yeah. And it just leads to different conversations and topics, I think, too. As yeah, well. hell yeah. That's like with everything. You know, like your religion, your creed, your background, your where you're from, what state you're from. Like, all that. I think that we just need to be open-minded and, like, understanding. Be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And, like, that's live dope. your truth, dude. Not yeah. like, you're a fucking extrovert. Like, I need sense out. I need sense <laughs> Sorry, I just whipped that voice out of nowhere. So I have some thoughts that color my perspective on introverted, extroverted stuff. And it's I think it's a bit of a hot take. And so I'm, I'm going to try to say it as nice as I can. But there are a lot of people that just, of course, the reason why they flat out assume that people like me or Colleen are extroverts is because we're very talkative. We are okay with talking to a lot of people. We're very social, sociable, sociable, um, lots of social interactions all at once. Like that's always the response that I get. It's like, oh, you're an introvert. You know, never would have thought of that. And that's because I think that the introverted, extroverted thing, it goes down to your energy and your battery. Do you gain energy from people or do they drain you? And we know extroverts in real life who really they need to be around people to gain that life, to gain their life source like all the time. We are not those people. But the misunderstanding that a lot of people have is that extroverts equals good at talking to people introverts equals like shy and awkward and bad or whatever Mm. so (laughs) to those people i say you may not be an introvert you might just need to buff up your social social skills (laughs) (laughs) this is the second take that i'm trying to say this because (laughs) the first take counted out so wrong but like that's how i see it i didn't used to always be like this are you kidding me right yeah right. colleen i'm sure i remember that you were really shy when you were younger i was really shy we used to be awkward cringy asian girls that's what the last episode is about bitch like i've stumbled and made so many social mistakes i've embarrassed myself i've made so many friends and failed a lot of friendships and relationships so that i could become comfortable in social situations but that has nothing to do with me gaining energy or whatever from people that's just me that's just you growing up constantly failing <laughs> you know yeah that's a muscle yeah. you gotta buff up. <laughs> yes, yeah. I agree. I absolutely <laughs> agree because I think that's like the common misconception that, yes, oh, people yes. that are good at socializing are extroverts and people mm-hmm. that aren't mm-hmm. are just introverts and they're mm-hmm. awkward. And yeah. so I think for me and Eileen, like we are really good socially, but at the same time, at like the end of the day, we will need that time by ourselves to recharge. Mm-hmm. It might not even take an overnight thing. It might take us like three days, like yes. you said. Right, I have, I've needed a week sometimes i've needed like a lot of time because i would even dare to say that because we're really good at socializing and we we do enjoy it like we source joy from being around people for sure but energy and that's different that's very different because we're so thorough about it and like i know that she and i we both tap into wavelengths we both tap into people's emotions whatever because of that um for better for worse we need more time to recharge so that really fuels that back in i mean who knows like people maybe call you an introvert or you might have already just put yourself on that box but once you like talk with more people and gain and fail relationships more and more and just keep going at it you might find that you really source energy from being around people and you want that all the time and that might be like the Mm -hmm. next the next stage of your life and you know what that's also what makes this issue topic kind of contentious in a way that i don't think it needs to be because Mm -hmm. yeah 
introverts up until maybe five years ago, basically internet time, um, were seen as awkward and weird and shy. But now there's this whole resurgence of people like, no, like I'm an introvert. Like we're like, you know, deep and introspective and thoughtful and extroverts are shallow people. Not at all, baby. This has nothing to do with that. This is about batteries. Okay. We're talking about social batteries. <laughs> we don't have to be against each other. You know, we're just all learning about ourselves. These are just my two cents. Maybe I'm wrong. That's why I bring this up a lot with everyone because I want to know what, what do you think, you know, mm. what's your thing. But of course it always starts off with people mislabeling me as like you're an extrovert after hearing that for so long then i began thinking i was like mm, mm, i feel like they're wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's why we're here but you're saying that even though your myers-briggs is an extrovert you yourself think you're an introvert correct i gotta say i haven't taken the myers-briggs in a while and the last time i took it i would say i was still in my extrovert phase Ah, uh, your ex-extrovert phase. Ex-extrovert phase, yeah. For me, that one time that I became an extrovert was mm. when, like we talked about in the jobs episode, where I was at boiling point, I was mm. at my height, I was doing school, I was going out a lot. That was my extrovert phase, and I totally agree because I would work like six days a week, mm. go to school, and I would party with my friends, and I would like hang mm -hmm. out with two people in one day, and I would not need any breaks. Like I would not need a day where I need it by myself. Mm -hmm. Of course, at night I would probably go home, and it would just be awesome. But like I would admit that yes, I was an extrovert in that yeah. phase. Yeah. And now looking back, I'm like, okay, like that was cool. Like I actually liked that I was on both like spectrums. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I truly believe I belong in the introvert category now because yeah. i need so much of alone time and i actually just like eileen said introvert we can spend more alone time with ourselves and we're like okay with it so because of that i feel like i've become more okay hanging out with myself more and more and therefore now that i'm like in this place where i'm yeah i actually don't need anybody or like or not like that, but like in this mm. place where I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm OK with being by myself more yes, that I'm yes. embracing more of my introvert side where it's like, yeah, like I can go eat at a restaurant by myself. By the way, yeah, fun I fact, love mm -hmm. I could not eat by myself, even mm -hmm. though I was an introvert until mm -hmm. I was like 22 years old. And then the first time I ate by myself, I was so scared and nervous. I was so awkward. Oh. I was like. Wow. <laughs> but even though I identify as an introvert, I could not eat by myself. It mm -hmm. was weird. Yeah. See? But now I See? Can do it. When I was an extrovert, I do remember that. It's like there's a whole side to this also, like why we've transitioned out of those phases. You let a little bit of that out a little bit too, but it's like you're now more okay with being alone. You now really enjoy your own company. And that's a big thing. Because yeah. I remember when I was still extroverted, extroverted, not to say that this is the same case for all extrovert people out there, but it's almost like I didn't exist unless I was around people, you Whoa. know? Yeah, I had no relationship with myself due to mm. issues, <laughs> due to issues. And so I existed only in the spaces in which other people knew me. And however they knew me was different every time. So I was always changing coats, changing colors, changing dialogue, changing myself. But it pretty much solely gaining my life from the eyes of other people. However they saw me was who I was. A little, wow. maybe, little, a little too much maybe for this one. But all those things, one way or another, made me to be very very extroverted to where I needed to be around people and also I was buffing up my social skills as well now we've come a long way and I've really fostered a great uh, much better relationship with myself and I really enjoy my time alone but I also have buffed up a lot of my social skills along the way so when I do choose to hang out with people that I feel bring joy to my life like it's great it's a fun time and Colleen and I we're 
a damn good time like if we're a karaoke i'll hype you up i'll be there i'm here to support you i want to listen to you i'm kind of a little all over the place because i love all the people but then when i come back in i just relax into my own little home and just be with me the person that i love which is something very yeah. different from extroverted eileen <laughs> Thanks for listening. Do you have a similar experience or did I remind you of some things? Or was there like a transition like where one day you didn't need to be around people or like one day like you really enjoyed being alone? Like was it a time or a change in your life or? So if I may share a little story. Oh, not story. Okay, I don't know if this answers your question, but I'll just talk a little bit about it if that's okay. Yes. In the past, I really loved friends. I think because growing up, I was homeschooled. I didn't have a lot of friends. Mm. So when I was... Actually, I had no friends. I didn't know you were homeschooled. What? (laughs) I was also homeschooled. Yes, we talked about this when we first met. (laughs) You were like, oh yeah, I was homeschooled. And we're like, oh my gosh, we were homeschooled. Okay, anyways. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, that was so funny. Okay. (laughs) Okay, great. We were homeschooled. You had no friends. We were homeschooled. We had no friends. We. When I. St- sorry, did you have friends? No. <laughs> <laughs> you thought. <laughs> sorry, tell your truth. So when I started making friends, it was like I wanted to be friends with everyone. You know what I'm uh, saying? Like, you yeah. didn't have something for your whole childhood. So, mm. like, the moment you have some sort of friends, you wanted to be nice to everyone, mm-hmm. friends with everyone. The energy, like, for everyone is the same. Even the ones that may or may not have liked you or the ones that you did not mm. necessarily vibe well with, mm. you wanted to be their friends. And that was who I was for, like, starting high school i went to a private school i wanted everyone to be my friend Mm, obviously had some traumatic issues these friends betraying me i was like shocked i'm like ah but (laughs) traumatic traumatic high school (laughs) and i realized certain people i would hang out with i would get so tired i would get so drained afterwards i was counting down the minutes where i'm like okay (sighs) they said we would hang out till four o'clock it's 3 30 i can't wait you know i've been i know and then there were some friends where i could literally spend the whole day with not doing anything and having a good time just because the vibe was there energy was right if someone makes me comfortable then i can literally spend the whole day with them but if they don't then even two hours of lunch with them can make me like Mm. really anxious really tired i always thought that was normal i was like oh maybe i didn't sleep enough the other day or whatever like i thought (laughs) i was just tired because of my body so that's why when i took the test and realized that i was introvert i'm like oh my gosh like it makes sense now i think Mm. for introverts i have a very tight-knit circle of people like i can actually hang out with for a whole day and i would be okay with because Mm. they're the friends that i chose to surround myself with and so because of that i think i also was more aware and more alert of who i spent my time with because I did not like the feeling of my energy literally feeling it was being sucked out of me whenever Mm -hmm. I hung out with people that were not on the same level as me and not to be like oh yeah like I'm just you know I don't like anyone that's like not yeah yeah yeah. yeah. it's just that I become more aware and more discerning of who I spend my time with because 
obviously no one really wants to go home after a hangout feeling so drained and so tired it's really funny how like yeah you were drained and you attributed that to your physical battery you know i was talking about the emotional mental and social whatever physical yeah i mean we're just tired there is like a trend also not trend like in the trendy way but just like a discussion where people talk about like when you're younger you're more extroverted and then when you're older people usually become more introverted there's a lot of stuff as to why but i think one of those is that yeah when you start making friends and stuff and you're you know you're falling all over yourself making social you're a lot of it is trying to get people to like you because you want people to like you you want to be well liked a lot of energy out there that's a lot of stuff you do when you're younger but then when we get older we learn about ourselves more. We know more of the people that we like. We know more of ourselves. We can be more discerning about those relationships. Our energy goes into other things like building ourselves, creativity, work, relationships, you know, pursuit of happiness. And so therefore, we become much more discerning about the people that we love and hang out with so i think that there's something in there as well i feel that and then talking about like friends i think the reason why our friends or people that know us like think we're extroverts is because we're able to show them a side of ourselves that we usually don't show to people that we're uncomfortable with. I mean, I don't know if that's the same for you, but for me, it's like that. I could literally be make a fool of myself, and I could literally act, and I could be so funny to the people that I'm comfortable with and the people that understand me. But for people that I'm, like, new to or maybe I don't really think they like me, honestly, I could be so freaking quiet that, like, yeah, to them, I would make sense as an introvert. But to the friends that know me, to the friends that understand me, I'm an extrovert because I'm able to show that side of me that, like, no one really sees. And I think that's where the misconception comes in again, where it's like, yeah, yeah I don't know if that makes no, sense. No, for sure. You're, you're giving the people that deserve it, like, your true happy self (laughs) yeah that's the way to think about it you know for me like I've had a lot of different kinds of friendships and relationships over the years honestly everything in high school and a lot of in college too I don't really remember the people I kind of do introvert Eileen really started post-college which I think makes sense for everything but also that's when I began developing my inner world a lot more extrovert Eileen I don't really remember a lot of those relationships there's not a lot that's why I take a lot of photos sometimes I know my brother does this too but we don't remember things after they've happened because everything just passes like conversations are just like water I've met the same person I feel like a million times but at the end of the day, it's not them, it's me who I was just barely there for people. That barely there version is this very like, oh my god, like a very hyper, very friendly, very outgoing, very sociable Eileen. And I know that back in the day, I know that still some friends maybe see me in this way or I had this hang up about it. I would, yeah, make a fool of myself sometimes to make other people feel more comfortable uh, or to make them feel like it's okay to be funny or like, you know, if I see shyer people around me, the vibe always changes, but it's like they're a little embarrassed to like do something and so then I'll just do it to make, to be like, hey, it's okay to, you know? And I think that that's a nice gesture, but over time that became like my whole thing like (laughs) entertainer it's no longer protagonist it's entertainer it's basically entertainer and like and and (laughs) basically entertainer like there was a certain time i remember my life like when i was doing something or whatever like people would pull out their phones to like start recording and that was fine but it's just it it was flattering you know that that they enjoyed me but it was just like (laughs) am i just like have i made myself a monkey in trying to make them feel comfortable (laughs) like Wow. Wow. And I don't know how much of that I've actually disintegrated away from me now because I don't always want to be awkward and like even these days, dude, 
I catch myself doing this sometimes where I don't mean to like lie and stuff, you know, but I'll say things that aren't even true <laughs> to make other people feel better. <laughs> Stop. Stop because I used to do that. Not, not and stop doing it, but like stop. Like no, I used to no, do I that got, too. Yeah, and I and we gotta stop doing it because it's like it's disingenuous, dude. It's not even like a malicious thing. Like I'm actually like, oh, I love purple, and I'm like, I love purple too. Like no, it's like someone's like, oh, you know, like I'm so awkward, did it? Like I know, and then, but to make them feel less awkward because they just were super vulnerable, I'll be like, oh yeah, da, 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 or something, some bullshit that's not true. <laughs> but like in my mind, the, the intention is that I want to comfort them. I want them to feel like <laughs> it's safe. But then, right? They have mis. <laughs> What are we talking about? They have it. They have this idea of who I am in their head, and then, but in reality, if that were just me, I think just like the true, very centered Eileen that I am, I think I would come off as a very, very unfriendly person. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but my heart is there, but I just don't like to talk to people all the time. That's so funny. I used to do that. I used to like lie to not like lie but like i would do the same thing as you where i would say things or do things to make people feel better or like less awkward yes you know like sometimes i don't know if you do this sometimes i'll like if someone's like telling me something and i clearly know they're wrong <laughs> bitch i will agree with them oh no fucking like, no no makes sense I <laughs> in my head i'm like fuck no like i know fuck for a you. fact that that's not true you know like i would do those stupid things for people because i don't want them to feel awkward or like Mania. i or don't s- want to be the one to tell them no you're wrong but as time goes on like people will tell me i'm wrong all the fucking time so i started <laughs> doing it to people too i was like that doesn't change my relationship with them just because i tell them that they're wrong you know but yes, because yes. i was so like caught up in like okay like yeah i don't want to be the one to do this to them or yeah I don't want to make things awkward. I'll just say, yeah, they're right. Or I'll just be like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think that they're, okay, there's a time and place for that. Like, there there are people who are like, <laughs> I'm just who I am. And if you can't take it, you can't handle it. Like, I'm, I know filter. You know, I'll tell you yeah. how it is. And that's probably what we're trying to combat. We're trying to be very accommodating. We care about people, even people that are losers. I'm kidding. No, even like, we care about people and we care about their emotions. We don't want to make them feel bad. And, yeah, you know, we're very attentive in that way. But when it starts coloring, like, who I am, I'm very open to suggestibility on who I am because I'm so, like, transient. So, like, if mm-hmm. I start saying something, then I might start even believing it. I'm just like, wait, do I actually feel like that? Or, like, I lose track of, like, how do I actually feel? Because I'm just telling people, making them feel comfortable. But then I also had this disillusion, like, does anyone actually know me? And then I began building resentment towards people in my past. But I'm like, that's nothing to do with them. That was me not solid in who I was so every day I try to be more solid in who I am and and remind myself of how I feel and that takes being alone that takes after a social situation right three days alone processing all that every single Mm. interaction every single you know what I could have done that better you know what he was right or you know what I was too erratic or you know what like I was nervous about that and I really shouldn't have been because I wasn't in the wrong. And also, if you tell someone, oh, I think, you know, that's incorrect, and they take it the wrong way, that says a lot more about them than you, because you're not trying to be malicious. It's just like, why would you lie for someone else to feel comfortable when it's not, it's nothing personal. You're just, it's a conversation. (laughs) But like you said, because we're introverts and we go home and we think and think over of our interactions does that not keep you up at night? Because it keeps me up at night. It keeps me up at night, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my God. There are times where I'm like, oh my God, the most awkward thing happened. Like I shook the person's hand with the wrong hand and that would like keep replaying in my head and I would be so embarrassed. I'm so shameful. Like I can't go out for like seven days because of that Damn. incident. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Like, I'm pretty hard on myself for that part. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I definitely feel that for, but for me, it's like more like, wow, I don't feel like I was really authentically able to bubble. I go super, I get too much to where I put uh, on my Spotify playlist. Whenever I go to bed and I'm like, the thoughts are too much, but I need uh-huh. to sleep right now so I get an appropriate amount of sleep. I need to put on a Spotify playlist, a deep sleep, like deep sleep oh. for stuff, so that my brain can focus on that and gently go to sleep instead of the noise up here. The most appropriate way is obviously not to ignore that noise, but to like take it out like on meditation or I try to do some stretching in the morning or stretching like right before I go to bed because it also gets me sleepy too, to process. A lot of it is just mental and emotional processing. We're really in our heads sometimes, our introvertness. We're introverts. Wee, wee. Oh, wow. Oh, we wow. We took a break. <laughs> wow. Yes, we did. This has been such a fun uh, conversation, and we've gone on so many different branches. I did not think that an introvert extrovert discussion episode would lead into talking about how we casually socially lie to people to get them to feel comfortable. <laughs> but it's what I did. I yeah, know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's such a fun and interesting topic. In terms of like last thoughts, I just gotta say, like, I feel like I said a lot of stuff on this episode that I've had a lot of like close to my heart for a while because the whole introvert extrovert thing it's about people telling you it's about you discovering what it is for you it's about you just learning about yourselves and as you know on this podcast that's all that colleen and i do we are always so invested and so fascinated in our inner worlds and trying to navigate that so a lot of the stuff like this is how we feel today heck like we might feel something different tomorrow you know we might touch base on this again in season five and be like okay everything was wrong (laughs) <laughs> this is the tea, you know and i love that we're both discovering ourselves and we're also rediscovering ourselves mm-hmm. i feel like in the past maybe i'll be like oh i, I can't share with anyone that like mm. i lied to them to make them feel better <laughs> but of course me and eileen we just open up these topics and we're like whoa you do that too or like wait why would you do that yeah. or like stuff like yes. that where it's like oh my gosh we're just understanding ourselves as humans more and we're understanding other people as humans more i'm really proud of ourselves oh. we've made a we've made a nice space like yeah we talk about anime sometimes we talk about whatever colleen and i are back like we're back on our shit we're like yes creative whatever whatever the podcast is seen us through all the weathering storms I just love that we've created this thing where we can talk about our stuff and i feel so comfortable of course talking with colleen like my best friend you're my best friend y'all and you're here too listener <laughs> Sorry. looks in the camera and says hello <laughs> i wanted to touch base on that and i feel like in the past it was really hard for me to share my honest thoughts and my honest opinions, what I'm struggling with, what I'm going through, because I felt like a lot of times my friendships or my relationships was basically like on a very social level because Mm. me and Eileen said we've gotten good at Mm. it. Like we've gotten good at making people feel comfortable, showing them sides that we didn't even know we had. Mm. And I think it's only in these past two, three years ago that I really began to like actually start to open up to my friends. And I'm so glad that I met Eileen because I feel like talking to her, like sometimes I'm like an internal processor, right? So sometimes I can't verbalize my true thoughts and my true emotions. Mm. Literally one time I was talking to her and it sounded so bad. Like 
I couldn't even understand myself. But literally, I talked to Eileen, and she was like, oh, my God, I get it. And she broke it down for me in words that I couldn't even form myself just because I was so caught up in the emotion or I was, like, so, like, embarrassed to say that I was struggling with this or stuff like that. And she, like, broke it down for me, and she verbalized it. That It made it such a open and comfortable space for me to share my thoughts. And I'm just hoping that anyone that struggles with, oh, like, I can't, like, express who I am truly to people out there, like, you will find a best friend that will f- fully understand you. Like, whether or not you make sense or whether or not you know how to verbalize mm-hmm. it, like, you will find that best friend. Because I found it <laughs> at 25 years Hell old. Hell yeah. And it's never too late to find that bestie. Like, just have to go to the immigration office <laughs> or, like, go to a random karaoke party. <laughs> Maybe your soulmate will be there. You gotta, I mean, it, and and if you're a freaking loser introvert, and I'm kidding, no. And, but if you're social skill, you, hey, in the meantime, like, also, yeah, you, you may find that best friend or you also could be your own best friend, too. Because I think, Facts. you know what I mean? Like, we found each other. This is fucking banger. <laughs> but like we also are constantly building ourselves which makes this relationship very fulfilling and we happen to be at the points in our lives where we're we're just like reaching this point where everything's making sense we finally have someone to talk to about all this stuff but not not without us working on ourselves a lot first before this point so yes so be your own best friend look out for those best friends buffer up your social skills go to karaoke go to immigration offices just in case you want to meet those friends be open be responsive be empathetic (laughs) don't be an introvert no no be (laughs) do what what you are whatever you are you're beautiful and you're you're great that's right well colleen i think it's time for us to socially recharge (laughs) i think so too uh i need to go take a nap Uh, i need to go to bed oh yes okay great actually fun fact every time we go off the podcast i do need to like play genshin for like an at least an hour which is why i schedule a little earlier than i probably could push it because like i need like 30 to at least 30 minimum 45 minutes where i can just like zone out process everything feel calm and then go to bed so yeah (laughs) i'm like that too like i'll end hangouts early if i have another thing afterwards and i'm like for example, this is where the lie comes in. Like, I'll, I have to class at 5.30, right? But then I'll tell people, yeah, I have class at 4. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, that like, I do that shit. Like, I don't even count. Dude, I don't even count that as a lie because that's my life. Like, that's what I'm telling people all the time. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I have this thing later. And the thing is me at home. But, like, but that's but that's a thing. That is a thing, though. Like, why, why is that not? That is a thing. It is it's a It's a long time, bitch. It's a date with yourself. And if you need it. Go for it. Don't be ashamed Don't of that. Be ashamed of I that. need to be by myself. And tell your friends. Like, I'm telling you, Colleen, after we hang up, this is amazing. I'm going to go play some Genshin, and you're going to take a nap. Fucking awesome. Awesome. Yep. I love, I love that. that. Okay. I love that. Without further ado, bye, okay. guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Thirsty Leo Season. To stay updated, check out our Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube. We appreciate every follower, sub, and listener like you. Also, if you want to buy us a boba, we have a small Ko-Fi link below. See you next time!